From Tally to Cali, it's time to wake up. Warchant.com is your ultimate seminal sports source. And this is Wake Up Warchant, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. One more, now here's Warchant.com's ass on Hunch of Andy and Corey Clark. What's up, everybody? It is Wake Up War Champ, presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Coming up on today's show, Renegade Express Part 1. Newcomers, who's going to step up, and what conference do we maybe want to go find a new home in? Wake Up War Champs, presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Tallahassee, Florida. CPTallyBar.com is the website. You can always pull out your phone, hit the QR code on your screen. It takes you to the website. You can check out the social menu, which is bingo on Thursday night. So check it out tonight. Dauber, BYOB sometimes, or, you know, you can just circle it with a marker. But you'll find great food, great entertainment, darts, billiards, anything you want. Bring the kids. Bring the wife. Bring the husband. Mm. Bring the friends. Bring anybody you care about because it's always a great time over the corner pocket bar and grill. Corey Clark, will you be there? Possibly. Oh, you're on the mend. So yesterday it was like me dragging us down, and you're not going to drag us down because you know how to play no. hurt. Uh, but how, how's your tooth? We don't want to dive too far into your oral uh ailments but how are you holding up champ we're good man you know the the uh the numbing's worn off a little bit but it was you know it was a crown put on it's just it was so time consuming it was an hour and a half i didn't think it was going to be like that but yeah after the root canal now the crown it's just temporary so i got to go back in three weeks um and uh as i told you spend a little more money Mm, um because as stephanie has pointed out multiple times um i could be on her dental insurance if i would just ask one question but I'm not on her dental insurance right now, so uh, yeah, it's it's hitting Daddy in the wallet a little bit. This this uh, this dentistry game, I tell you what, Z Chan, what's up? Um, but yeah, no, I'll I'll I'll, I'll probably be at Corner Pocket at some point on uh, on Thursday. I was there Tuesday to lose at trivia, but we had a good time, and that's all that matters. Corner Pocket's a good place to be. I'm there sometimes. Stephanie's there sometimes. Our man Bill, the owner, a knoll through and through. Uh, he's there uh, most nights. Hey, I don't want to get morbid here to start the show off, but I, I was thinking about this a few weeks ago, maybe last month, you know, during the World Cup when, you know, Grant Wall, a journalist that was like in his late 40s, just kind of suddenly passed away. Um, I don't know if all of us have health insurance out there, but but those of us who do, guys, now let's go use our day. Let's go use our, our free annual physical, everybody. Mm, Y'all do that yeah. for me this year, please. Um, it's covered if you have a health insurance plan. Uh, man, it's I know we don't have the time of the day to do it, but hey, just go do it. Show up for the people you love, man. You never know what they can find out and snuff out, and uh, do it for me, please. Yeah, that's all a- I amen, ask. brother. That's amen. What what a great sentiment. Um, speaking of uh, morbid stuff, we were kind of writing the obituary of Florida State basketball the other night, and we did a show mm. because we're like, ah, hey, they're going to be on the road. They're going to lose to Notre Dame. They did not. I saw that line. I'm like, they're only underdogs by five. That's well, crazy. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame was one and six. Was one and six in the I, ACC. I didn't so. realize that, but still, though, I mean, they're going to still fight. So, get off Leonard's back, everybody. He can have a down right. year. They're now six and thirteen. Uh, but yeah, still, it was a really nice win. I mean, Matthew Cleveland again is just a rebound. He's turned into uh, Dennis Rodman. It's crazy, but they but can score. He had sixteen boards. Um, they got up thirty-two to eight which is nuts. Um, of course, it got back to like a seven or eight point game. But then after that, uh, you know, they they took an, they made another run in the second half and uh, got themselves their first road win of the year. So, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Own you, Mike Bray. 
own Notre Dame. Yeah, I think Mike Bray, this might be his last season. Like, there's yeah, like uh, Leonard's had some excuses here the last couple years with injuries and goofy suspensions and whatnot. Mike Bray has no excuse for his program to be this bad, and it's been pretty average to bad for a good long while. It has. Now, so. That, that four-year stretch or whatever where they made to the Elite Eight every year, yeah. like, that was that's a long time ago, and it doesn't feel like it, but it, it has been when you look it up, so... Anywho, all right, let's move on to the Renegade Express. We spoke to a slew of newcomers on Wednesday. You can check out all those interviews over on our YouTube page, which you should be subscribed to, and hit the thumbs up if you're listening to us on YouTube. Maybe leave us a five-star rating review if you're on an Apple device. We'll speak to four more, I think, this morning, including Jaheen Bell. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, Shout-out to our guy Invictus Seminole. Uh, uh, he, he offered us some questions to ask the newcomers, which I solicited. So I'll see if I can maybe slip one of these in on Thursday when we speak to the newcomers. Okay. We start down in Naples, our guy, M. Adam CZ, a.k.a. Mark. Wake up. Which newcomer are you most excited to talk to, each of you? Uh, Mark says it's going to be Jaheim Bell. I just think he's going to make a tremendous difference in this offense. I was looking forward to Jeremiah Byers. Uh, I yeah. like offensive linemen. They're always pretty earnest and um, very, very well yeah, they they give you the real man. They're again, they're earnest and honest. I like those guys. So I, I, it, what caught me was just him again gushing about Alex Atkins. We talked on the show the other day, Corey, about you know if you had the the winning ticket for the playoff, Florida State doing it this coming season or twenty twenty four, you know, and we talked about well, we don't know what they're going to have in twenty twenty four, and I think a lot of that is obviously roster wise, player personnel. But man, you know, another good season in twenty twenty three. Alex Atkins might become a real rising hot commodity man and just yeah. anybody who his man they love that guy uh, the, those offensive linemen so that was the, the kind of standout moment just hearing him talk about just you know call him the realist so yeah and honestly because I was in a dentist chair when those interviews were happening I, I didn't get to watch the other ones I Cypress talked right Fisk mm-hmm. talked no um, we didn't get Fisk we didn't get Fisk no. oh okay all right sorry got Byers um, uh Fentrell Cypress and uh, Kaziah Holmes okay um, but I did, I wrote a story on buyers. It's on the website now, along with Ira's, uh, Cypress story. So you can read what those kids had to say. You don't have to just watch the video, go on the site. We can write a little bit over at war chant. So go read and see for yourself. But, uh, writing that story, I did, I did watch his interview and yeah, I thought that was really telling that he kept, he, he really did talk about Atkins and he said, you know, I think it was this, he got to watch two practices on his visit. Um, mm-hmm. And one of them, you know, he's like, he Atkins was telling the guys, like, I'll put you on scout team. You, this is, you're, you're supposed to perform. This isn't we just go through the motions here. You perform here. I have no problem putting any of you on scout team. Um, and buyers, you know, some kids might, you know, turn a side eye to that. Like, oh, geez, man, this is the 15th week of the season and you're talking to them like that after the season they've had. But that's how Atkins coaches. And that's clearly how buyers wants to be coached because – he committed after that, mm-hmm. um, so that that was a good sign. He did say again, he, I, I, like they all do. Atkins just keeps it straight, real. He doesn't tell you what you want to hear. He tells you what he, you need to hear. Um, and you know, he even told uh, Byers, you know, I need to see more consistency out of you when it comes to the power. He's like, and Byers said that he's like my athleticism. Everybody knows about that. And I'm like, well, I don't, Jeremiah. I didn't watch a lot of UTEP football, but I'll take your word for it. But Everybody knows about my uh, athleticism, but I've got to get stronger. I've got to become more powerful. And he said Atkins told him that. Like, it's in there. I see it, but it's not on a consistent basis. So, um, yeah, Byers I thought was really, really good. It was funny, too, when he said he had met Atkins when Atkins was at Tulane. Mm-hmm. But he's like, eh, Tulane's a private school. And back then, 
my grades weren't really getting me to a private school, so UTEP it, UTEP it was, uh, which was really funny. But I didn't realize, like, he was he was recruited by UTEP, Incarnate Word, yeah. um, Prairie View A&M, Abilene Christian. Like, just, just in how cool it is now that that kid three years later, his mom is comparing it to the blind side with, all the, with the revolving door of high-profile coaches coming into their house. Yeah. Like, that's... The portal is awesome for guys like that. You get to play yourself up, not play yourself over, go to the highest bidder necessarily, although you've earned it because you've played really well where you've been. But it's just a really cool story for buyers to go from one scholarship offer from a Division One school, and it was UTEP, to then his final three was like Ohio State, Florida State, and Oregon. Mm. And Norvell was the first call he got in the portal. So, Which, not the first time Norvell's been the first call one of these guys yeah. has gotten in the portal. Yeah. It's a little bit bittersweet because, you know, you think about like UTEP invested in him and then he just leaves them. Dimitri, you know, Screw all that. But, Screw you know, all that. but that kid, but ultimately comes down to that kid doing what's best for him and his family. So, yeah. you know, if he does, if he deserves and he's got the merit to play at a higher level, he can do that. And it's like, yeah, man, UTEP's got some fans, you know, I mean, but yeah, there's thousands of people in Florida State that are walking with open arms as opposed to, I don't know, I don't want to be a jerk about it, but like, well, like five, six dozen, maybe UTEP fans are like, man, this sucks. Eh, but if know. that I don't even know if there's that and think about like I was trying to think like what what the media availability is like at Texas El Paso and what has he ever talked to the media before he certainly has never been in an environment oh, like yeah, that where yeah, he's at a podium yeah. no I mean when he's at a podium and there's he's getting he's talking for 12 minutes and answering 10 questions well, from people on a zoom and people there that's that's you know I asked verse about that too like coming from Albany like it's just it's all a completely different world I, you know, I love you, UTEP, Texas Western shout out, mm. Don Haskins beating Adolph Rupp in, in right. 66. We, right. we love it. We love you for it, buddy. But, uh, yeah, man, that Texas U, UTEP isn't Florida state and it's not close. It's everything is a different level, including the media availability and the, the media responsibility, like answering, like no, he, they might, there, he might've had a story done on him at UTEP, especially when he became good. But you think he had reporters peppered him with questions for twelve minutes oh, yeah, ever no. in his life? No, that like that's a it's a new new uh, new experience for him, and he handled it well. It was fun to watch. He did say he was sweating at one point, but mm. he, he handled it well. All right, numerous questions from Mark. Other than Jordan Travis, what returning player do you think takes the biggest leap in twenty twenty three? What's your go to appetizer for a Super Bowl party? He goes mm. with pulled pork barbecue nachos with queso. That's that's that, very specific, Mark. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more gen, gen, general and generic than that. Yeah, um, yeah. I haven't been to a Super Bowl party in a while, which is a little depressing. But uh, hmm. I, I usually bring you know I'll bring some seltzers. Look, to the man, show. buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with that. The Super Bowl party I usually go to, it's incredible. And then also what I do, guys, and again I've told you this before, a couple dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm. Bring those. They always get eaten. Yeah. Do one that's just pure glazed and the other one that's assorted. You're always a hit. It's always a hit. It never goes wrong. It never. It's never a bad batch. It's never like, ah, oh, this dip isn't as good as last year. These tacos or the, the nachos aren't as good as they were last year. No, it's always going to deliver. All right, so when we talk about biggest leap, I don't know if you want to kind of start with somebody who has a, a bigger gap between where they were at in 2022 and what their ceiling can be. Um, or do we take like the layup, low hanging fruit, and say Jared Verse? Part of me wants to say Fabian Lovett, uh, but I think Jared Verse. There's um, maybe a little bit more. Than, like I would love to see Fabian live up to like the reputation we've given him as this kind of absolute stalwart that his absence just makes him an absolute you know puddle of mess 
on defense when he's not there. But, you know, he isn't quite that level, but he's going to be so much more physically mature than everybody's lining up against. But, man, I just think Jared Verse, he's just so – he's going to be so locked in this year. He knows what he has to do. But leap is a big word, so I don't know if that yeah. would qualify. What do you think, Corey? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer. It's hard to predict that. Uh, I'm sure we'll get asked that again. Um, oh, how about – what about uh, Winston Wright? Right, I mean, he's got a yeah, leap. but he, he's taking a leap from what? From nothing? Yeah. He's taking a leap from. Yeah. A, I mean, yeah, I mean, t- technically that'd be a great answer. It just seems kind of like a cop out. Maybe Portier, Darion um, Williamson. Yeah, maybe that's a better answer because he only had those five catches. Um, but uh, maybe that is a guy that that they really feel is going to, especially with McLean gone now, and there might be somebody else uh, that that goes before the before the season starts. That um, you wonder what his production will be like because again they they clearly like him. Um, I also was leaning towards uh, Julian Armella. Okay, does that count? Yeah, I mean, well, that, yeah, what, think what, the, leap from what though? You yelled at me for picking Winston. No, Wright, but like Winston there. Wright was good and then got hurt. Like I'm talking about uh, a leap from a kid that couldn't get on the field unless it was a blowout right. to potentially being your starting right tackle. Okay, well, yeah. that's 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 what I meant. Lastly, how about this one though? Uh, Man, Akeem Dent, let's do it. four questions, Mark, we love you. No, I'm just saying, but Akeem Dent, let's go, man. Like, he could, come on, come on, Akeem, do it for us. If if it's not, if he doesn't take a leap, it might be somebody else in his spot. Flava Knoll. Just like saying that, Flava Knoll. Which transfer do each of you predict to have the most impact? I'm going to go with Fisk. What's awesome? Equal or greater arguments can possibly be made for Cypress, Bell, and Byers, or someone else. What an offseason. Mm. Hmm. I mean, what do you think, like, Aslan? What, you know, what do you Fisk think? is going to be battling and probably involved in a rotation. Cypress is Cypress or Byers is like, you know, probably going to lock down a spot and play, you know, 50 reps a game, right? You know, so I'd. Yeah. Talk, talking about who's got the most impact. Yeah, I mean, if, if Ventral Cypress can be a very solid cover cornerback that can tackle well as, and be a complete cornerback, a complete defensive back in Adam Fuller's system, I'd probably go with uh, Cypress just because in terms of, I think, of the amount of reps he'll get uh, is probably a little bit more than Fisk and the other aforementioned dudes. True. Those are both both, both good points. I think i go with Fisk, though. I think okay. – just what he'll do, the upgrade he does, he gives you on the defensive line, theoretically, I mean, he has to do it, but if he's as good as we think he is, the upgrade he's going to give you and the impact that the deep, you know, the defensive line just makes such a huge impact in the run game and the passing game. And, um, you know, can, also can give Fabian Lovett 20 less reps if he's healthy. Um, can give, you know, the, the, just his, his presence, the way they can keep guys fresh at the most important position on a defense uh, talking about the defensive line in general. I, I just think that's uh, – uh, you can't put a price tag on that, Aslan. So I'm going to go with Fisk. Growing up, my dad used to take me to the game at the stadium. We'd watch our favorite team play, and then we'd always eat at Zaxby's. That's why it means so much to me that Zaxby's is the official chicken of college fans. To me, they go together perfectly. It reminds me of my dad and – Oh, come on, Rep! Are you serious? Get some glasses! Terrible call! Now I take my kids to the game, and we always eat at Zaxby's, too. It's tradition. We're proud to be the official chicken of college fans. Zaxby's, indescribably good. And don't forget to listen in for the Zaxby's indescribably good player of the week every Monday on Wake Up War Chant.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're going to pass over NYC Noel. He simply saved a spot in line but didn't type anything in there, so he's got a few hours to get it in there. Even though we're doing this a two-parter, we're pretty much doing it all in one day and just spreading it out. So hmm. if you're hearing this, it might be too late, NYC Noel. Let's go to Mississippi, I think. The name is Sipnol 10. Maybe just like sipping on coffee. Maybe like sipping on brown water. Don't know. Six words in this. Seven words. Oh, okay. SEC or Big Ten? What you think? Uh, Yeah, I mean, if you're talking, I assume the question is what, what conference would you rather Florida State be in or what conference do you think they have a better chance of getting in? Um. Either way, I would think the SEC seems like the natural fit, right? Whenever this yes. plays out the way it's going to play out. Um, I mean, it'd be great to get Big Ten money. It wouldn't be great to go to Minneapolis in November or pick a Madison or Iowa City. or I mean, Chicago would be cool. Um, I was going to say Northwestern. But, yeah, I mean, like it, uh, East Lansing, those aren't great places to be in no- November and no, December. No. Purdue. There's a lot of, like, and also, but the Big Ten cares about football, man. I know they haven't won much lately at the, on the, in the grand scheme of things, but those are passionate fan bases with huge stadiums. So it's not that much different than and the trophies. SEC. They have so many trophy games. I want a trophy game. Hey, I want well, an That's axe. true, man. Yeah, like the barrel. Florida State, Florida State, Purdue, you're playing for the wooden donkey. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, yeah, I'm with you on that. You're playing for the pale, uh, the pale horse. Some, there's always something up there. You're absolutely right. I just think that the SEC, though, clearly, yeah. all of us have more friends that are SEC fans. Yeah. You feel like more like an SEC fan base. You can relate more to them because you get to enjoy sunshine. Mm. Um, I, I just I would think that I would think the SEC is what most people would def- desperately want. But th- if it's the Big Ten or the ACC, I think everybody listening to this would probably yes. go with the Big Ten at this point, even though it is more travel. In you know snowier conditions, I can't even imagine you and Ira on the field in like West Lafayette, Indiana, doing yeah. a war champ rap. Like Florida State just took down Purdue to uh, you know vault to second place in the Big Ten leaders, East. the leaders division. Yeah, uh, but yes, I would. I don't know. I'd rather be in West Lafayette than Raleigh, but because NC State they care. I shouldn't say that, but yeah, I'd probably rather be in West Lafayette than Winston Salem. Just would. Okay. Dave Clawson's All got right. a good program too, though. But um, SEC for sure. Just because, I mean, again, we've mentioned it so many times on the podcast, and we'll mention it any time that you guys ask us this question, but just think about the home game atmosphere in Tallahassee, even if Arkansas comes to town. Like, not yeah. Alabama or LSU or Bama or Tennessee. Like, not even the, the top end of that conference. Even Ole Miss coming to Tallahassee. Us going to Oxford. Going to the Grove, y'all. Mm. Amazing. Be amazing. Amen. Amen. VCAL5. AC, what's up? All right. I like that. AC. Corey, Aslan and Corey, obviously. Corey, props to you on your new fitness regime. Oh, thanks, buddy. 
Which yeah, I like it, Corey. Like so, you're 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 a quick study, man. You're at the point now where you don't like missing days. That took me years, like a lifetime almost. But like you, I don't think you feel bad. You're not like oh, I'm gross, but like you feel the sort of guilt almost if you don't make it to the gym on your assigned day, don't you? And that's magical. Oh, absolutely, I do. And I'll be honest with you, Aslan. I look in the mirror way too much. Uh, um, but the buddy, the six pack is almost there. Send a I'm gonna have to show guy. it to you that when I get it, you all are gonna get to see it because I I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think my I think my I thought my body would reject it, but Ooh. it's close. I'm at 13.9 percent body fat. Trying to get I don't even know what I'm trying to get down to four seven. I I don't know what a good number is, but I'm whatever I'm trying Greg my Jones, best. Whatever Greg Jones was at in 2000. Exactly, that's what I'm looking, and that's kind of what I look like now without my shirt off. Is Greg Jones circa 2002. Um, so just picture that. You could probably put a fa- my face on that sh- that picture, and and that's what you're missing. So I don't even need a shirtless pic to send you guys. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's uh, it is it, when it becomes a habit. I, I really want Brady to get there. I'm trying. Yeah. But if it becomes a habit, it just changes your life. Yeah, man. And it's not like I'm crazy. It's not like I just eat uh, twigs and berries. Right. Like I still can eat what I want to eat for the most part. I'm not going crazy with the diet, but just. Yeah, I feel like uh, I've missed I've missed something if I haven't. So I, I'm doing it. I would guess six days a week. I'm doing something Jeez, pretty man. significantly active. Yeah, is it, and aren't the little things like I mean, like bending down and tying your shoe, like does it feel different, like easier almost? Like you know, I mean, just because you're, you know, you're moving all the time now. Uh, yeah, sure. Except my muscles are all sore now. That's uh, something. Yeah. And uh, I mean, more than anything, it's just. I don't I don't run past the mirror anymore. Okay. I, I gaze. I'm like a cow in an open field. I just sit there and stare. Okay. Question, gentlemen. Assuming tour of duty is an hour long and the first mm. ten minutes are dedicated to stretching, how long would each of you last? I thought about that because I thought it would be a pretty good video. Um if one or both of us tried to go do it. Because we're in good enough shape that I don't think we would embarrass ourselves. But I'm pretty sure I would throw up. I, I would think, I don't know, man, half of it, 35. And where do I, where do they put me? Like, because they're not all the same drills, right? At least not run at the same uh But you, pace. it's a circuit, man. You go to all of them. Like, you'll see Atkins, you go to Fuller. I mean, you you do all the, like, right. the offensive But they're not expecting you to maybe go and, and do the uh, obstacles at this, like, you know, Jeremiah Byers doesn't have to do it at the same speed as, as Micah Pittman. He's trying though, but you have to give a hundred percent though, man. You can't, right. You so, know. but I want to be with the linemen. Okay. I'd feel like, what am I going to do out there with the DBs? That would be fun. Oh gosh. But right. I would. It would be funny looking. But I would like to do it with the linemen. At are the are the uh, specialists. Okay. The uh, kickers. Really I mean, Master Mono and Fitzgerald. I can reach out and see if we can set something up. I would like to know what it entails. Okay. But yeah, I wouldn't mind doing it. It'd be good video. It'd be good video content yeah. for for me to do that, and you come film me doing it. And uh, I guess as long as I don't throw up on any of the players and get them sick, yeah. um, I, I feel like that would uh, th- they shouldn't have a problem with that. We might have a uh, video intern, so maybe he can film both of us, and we can you know splice there you together. Go. You know, are you going to go shirtless like they do? What are you going to absolutely what, you man show this full gnarly woolly chest of mine? Yeah, I'll probably well I shave mine now, so I'll probably and I said that out loud into a microphone, gang. You I did. don't care. And Stephanie Golly. likes it. Stephanie likes it. Um, I would probably wear like a sleeveless shirt, sleeveless. So I show okay. the guns a little, but I don't want to be I don't want to be sweating on everything. Okay. B fifty, morning, gents. 
He posted this at 4.55 in the morning, by the way. Oh, man. Some people have real jobs, man, and yeah. get up early. Let's be really optimistic this morning. Let's say FSU runs the table. Georgia and Alabama slip up. FSU is ranked number one in the country in the playoffs. Which two teams would you like to see FSU play to win it all? Have a fantastic day. Go Knowles, go Niners. Amen, brother. That's right. Let's go Niners. I would say uh, Georgia Tech and uh, Syracuse. I was trying to think of two teams they beat the uh, tar, tar out of last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That's a if they're number one and they have to play two. I mean, wouldn't it, you wouldn't you want it to be Alabama and Georgia? That's what I think he's asking. I get. I mean, there's there's no more prestigious run than probably knocking those two teams off and then getting the trophy. But I would still, I don't know, man. Give me the sleeper team, you know. Give me yeah, Baylor. Yeah, you get Cincinnati. Something. Yeah, I don't Cincinnati, know. and then like USC. I know he wants to be really like optimistic. I don't. I don't know if I'm. You know, we want Bama. Maybe I don't know if I want to say we want Bama and we want the dogs. I don't know if I'm there yet. Right. I don't know if I'm there yet. Work. Hey, hey, they might both suck next year, gang. We haven't seen it, right? Chances are, I'm going to guess that Nick Saban and Kirby Smart will have some have a com- field competitive football teams in 2023 but maybe they both miss it. they don't even make a bowl next year we don't know we don't know what the future holds georgia did lose one of their uh talented receivers to the portal ad mitchell kid that caught the game-winning touchdown in the uh 2021 national championship game oh yeah uh, he's, no he went he went in the portal well we'll see man and you know not to i mean they've, they're dealing with off-field you know sorrow and tragedy right now yeah, too I don't know, that's going to be something they're going to have to process and um, not something you can really flip the page on quickly, so we'll see how it goes. And again, yeah, the quarterback situation, um, but you know, Kirby's a little bit maniacal, a little yeah. bit maniacal. All right, let's go to old dads and Noel. Wake up. By the way, I haven't I haven't screened any of these questions, so we're just, we're going right for it, Corey. I don't think you have to. We have we have uh, you know oh, yeah, plenty subscribers of we can trust. Oh well, yeah, subscribers yeah, yeah. we can trust too. And then, you know what, man? I feel pretty. I like doing this. I feel like I can actually be part of the show right now. Like, I'm not just reading the questions. Like I actually can, like, talk a little bit about what I want to talk about. What do you mean? What's time. the difference? Well, because, you, know, you know, it's like a, we got 29 questions oh, to get yeah, to. Oh, yeah, no, and, it's absolutely know. right. We we need to cut these in half. And, like, it's crazy that we try to fill it all in an hour and 20-minute show. So, But the thing is, yeah. people love the hour-long shows, which is crazy. We get Those get the highest ratings. I don't know. People just want to. I think the 40 and 40 will do. Yeah, will, no. will get us twice as many ratings. Yeah, okay. Hopefully. Old dad's a knoll. Here he is. As we all know, NIL is shaping the haves and have-nots. What is one thing you would change about the sport to soften that blow to what is happening and level the playing field? His suggestion is to change three years removed from high school to two. We saw many NFL-ready players on the field on some of these elite teams especially. What do you think about that and what change would you like to see? Cheers to the best. Old dad. Old dad. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. It's weird. We talked about that on headlines a little bit that like Barry Sanders was 1989. He's the one that filed a lawsuit. I'm almost positive about this because he was just a junior and he's like, I want to go pro now. This is ridiculous. I can't. And uh, I should, we should at least do the baseball rules. And uh, they changed it for during, for that draft, the 89, I guess 89 draft. So the, or 88 he was 88, so the 89 draft, so Dion's year. Yeah, that's right. They were drafting the same year. So before that, you had to stay four years. Uh, then that got changed to three years, and then it's just stuck now for 33 years where it hasn't changed at all. 
Um, I I don't mind that. I think there's a I, I think two years would be not a bad play necessarily. Um, I mean, theoretically, we live in a country where you should be able to go pro whenever you want, honestly. But that's doesn't happen with these sports leagues. Um, but I think I my change would be you can't. And I know there's no way to police it. I get it. You can't sign an NIL deal um, out of high school. Hmm. So it's only retention. You can't use it as a retention or portal. Okay. Portal. Yeah. Guys that have proven they deserve it. This. This. I. I mean, I don't know what it, you call it. Nonsense. Whatever it is with with uh, the the Rashida drama um, with Florida. I mean, that's just, it's just crazy, man. It's just it's just like. How does he go into any locker room? Now, whoever he goes to, everybody is going to assume, oh, he must have gotten $13 million to go play football there, and all his teammates are going to think that, including the starting quarterback. Who, wherever he ends up going, the starting quarterback is going to be like, did we pay this guy that's never thrown a pass in college $9 million? And it's different. I know people can say the same thing about, well, you do that with an NFL veteran and they draft some rookie hotshot. That's different, and we all know it's different. This is a kid that might suck. Um, and it just, it's, it's, it might be a bust. I it just, it's, it's, it's a crazy that I just don't like that aspect of it. I love the NIL, but for the Jordan Travis's of the world and the Jared versus of the world, they are, they are big names. They have earned money. They deserve money. You know, Jordan Travis is one of the, I don't know, six best known p- football players in the state of Florida, including NFL players, Right. Like, if you lined him, if he walked into a bar in Florida, Trevor Lawrence is known more, clearly, because of the hair. Um, yeah, but Tom know, Brady, Tua? Mike Evans, Oh, Tua, Tom Brady doesn't count. I forgot about Tom Tyree Brady. Tyreek Hill. I mean, I don't know I don't if Jordan. Man, he's up there, though, right? He's. It's not like he wouldn't get – it's not like he's not a big name. Listen, I it's have not, been – I have been borderline disrespectful to Jordan Travis. Man, he is an amazing, amazing football player that is – overshot any expectation I ever had for him, and he's possibly going to get even better. I do not think he's a national, even statewide, I don't think he is. Florida State fans, yes. Florida fans, you know, your pocket of Miami fans, but I don't know if they would recognize him like walking into a room. Not to take away from your point here, but he is he is a valuable commodity, but I don't know if They'd he is They'd recognize that him on, on TV when he's selling those isotoner gloves. Well, he's got that Cheez-It belt around his waist, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's selling Cheez-Its. Yeah. Uh, they'd recognize that. All the, all the Florida and Miami fans would recognize that. He's just a big name. I mean, he's a big name. Uh, he's an important name, and, the, and I think that's what I love about the NIL. That, you know, five years ago, these guys, you know, Todd Gurley got suspended for selling his autograph. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's nonsensical. It, it always was, especially as coaches starting getting paid $7 million a year and the star running back can't make $4,000 selling his autograph. It's, it, it's, he's actually selling it. It's, it's just nutty and stupid. So I'm a fan of that. Um, I'm not just a fan of you getting a blank check before you've done anything at this level. But that makes me an old guy, I guess. I I wish I would have read this earlier and maybe thought out a better answer. I, I don't have one off the dome. I mean, you know, I think it has to come to some sort of salary cap situation. But again, I don't know how much of this is going to really be revealed until they make these universities that are getting all this money from all these TV contracts invest it into more uh, people in compliance so that they can get all this information up and then you can make it widely known what's going on. It's going to really be hard to police this thing. And the only way you can really make this fair is to 
cap it. You know, all right, you can only offer 10 NIL deals a year or make it X amount of dollars. Um, but that's not going to happen because that's like yeah. anti-American almost. Um, and it's going to be sad at some point here, man. You know, that the 12-team playoffs going to be awesome and more realignment's going to be fun for teams like us and Clemson and maybe Miami that uh, can, can find uh, into, a way into these super conferences. But, you know, man, like NC State's an okay football program. I don't know where they're going to be. Um, you know, Washington State, like they they care about their football in Pullman. I don't I don't know how marketable they'll be in, in, in terms of being able to get people there. So yeah, but we, they never have been. Like I, I guess that's what I would I would in that question and the way it's asked yeah, the Washington, haves and the have-nots. I feel like oh, the haves are still the haves. Yeah, but the, I don't want to create more have. I don't want to make all these teams completely irrelevant. I mean, Wazoo made it. You know they. They almost made it to a New Year's Six Bowl a few years ago, and they had Gardner Minshew up there and stuff like. At that point, oh, I like, know, but they're never going to be. They're never going to be a national power. But they if might it, be that able was to happen, sneak into the top twelve, though, you know. But that's not a national. Yeah, they can get to a playoff. There's going to be a bunch of teams that have never had a chance that'll get into the playoff. Right. But it's and that's what I think can maybe help is, hey, we've been in the playoff three times in the last seven years. We are a power mm-hmm. uh, that can help. But I mean, look, man, Washington State, NC State, North Carolina, uh, well, a lot of schools in the ACC. Let's be honest, but they just. They're they're not good. They're they're always going to be the have-nots when it comes to competing for probably competing for national championships. But they can still have uh, really good seasons and enjoy football. But the haves are still going to be the haves. I mean, it's not like if the NIL wasn't around, Alabama would be wouldn't be doing well. You know, or or Georgia wouldn't be doing well. I mean, I I think this is part. Of, this is these schools, the ones that care a lot and have a lot of money as it's been the case for decades now, are going to be pretty good at college football. It's a new year, new you. Give yourself a fresh start over at MyBookie. Whether you bet to earn or to make the games more exciting, MyBookie gives you the most for your money with their redesigned deposit bonus. Just use the promo code WARCHANT on any deposit of $50 or more to receive an instant cash bonus to your MyBookie account. Using the bonus is simple. Bet the deposit amount just once, and then you're ready to cash out. It's no strings attached over at mybookie.ag. Bet on the NFL playoffs, UFC, NBA, or play for a share of big cash prizes in the weekly online blackjack tournaments. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet, simple to cash out. MyBookie, got it all for you. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. I think we talked about what was like the the... The Bucks were like twenty to one to maybe win the Super Bowl. That obviously didn't work out. But then the Bengals were like eight to one, which is a pretty good value, I thought. I really like Joe Burrow. I'm gonna ride with Joe Burrow the rest of the way here. Um, let me see if I can pull up a line for Corey uh, to give us his thoughts on one of these NFL playoffs because sometimes when we're a little bit divorced from this stuff, we can see it a little bit clearer. Um, what about the Cowboys and Niners? Three and a half points. The Niners are given out to the Cowboys. It's going to be in Santa Clara. Dak and the boys are back. Now, the, the big thing here has been that San Fran's had the easiest schedule pretty much out of any of the teams in the playoff. Dallas, meanwhile, has had to play the you know the, the Eagles twice, the Giants twice, so their record yeah. is maybe not indicative of how good they are. Uh, will they finally be the team that can stop Brock Purdy? And they're getting three and a half? Three and a half. I, you know what? I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to take okay. the Cowboys. Um, and, and, you know, let's hope it doesn't come down to a kick. <laughs> Uh, for the Cowboys, holy moly! 
But, uh, but yeah, man, I just think uh, the way they looked, I mean, that offense, I know Tampa Bay isn't any good this year, oh. but Tom Brady was throwing the ball like he had. I mean, I, again, I know he's not Tom Brady anymore, but that I don't know what was going on. Was he? Did they have 13 guys on the field? He, it looked like he had never played the sport with some of those throws. Just straight into the ground, nine feet away from the intended receiver, 20 feet away at some point. It was just crazy. So maybe the Cowboys have uh, found something, man. They're going in there. They're the underdog. I feel like there's some – I mean, they, they should be playing kind of loose. And it's, you know, Dak Prescott, who's been a pretty good quarterback in this league against a guy making a second playoff start that's a rookie. Now, maybe Brock Purdy is going to be awesome, and I'll, I'll feel dumb for doubting him. But I just think maybe at some point he's going to have a rookie game. And I feel like the divisional round against the Cowboys – as a favorite, that might be the time. Plus, I haven't been all that impressed with 49ers defense lately. So there you go. Three and a half. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code WARCHANT. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, back at it. A few more. Seminal life. Morning, boys. Off-season question time. Favorite place or places to eat all time in Tallahassee? Oh, um, giving free ads. Like Corner pocket. Yeah. Game over. Corner pocket. You can order anything there. The burger there is great. Um, they got frog legs, uh, chicken wings. Get them Daytona style, so they grill them a little bit if you want them a little crispier. Um, side salad's great. Tons of cheese and lettuce. and onion. I mean, it's just, it's all you could ask for. Other than that, obviously, Bill, corner pocket's number one. You know yeah. that, buddy. Yeah. Um, Any Zaxby's besides yeah, Zaxby's, the one on of course. Capital I mean, Circle. that goes without saying. That's that's the Capital point. East. That, yeah. But that's not just Tallahassee. That's everywhere. But mm. certainly Danny's are the ones we like the most. But yeah. uh, um, because I, Zaxby's, that's universal. That's international. That's everywhere. Listen, I'm a picky eater, so I'm really bad to ask this question to you. But so many people refer to Tallahassee as a foodie town, and I just roll my eyes. Like, I, I dislocate my eye socket. It's To me, I am very underwhelmed by the local food scene, if you will. Um, there's a couple good pizza places. You know, there's a there's a pretty decent Chicago style deep dish spot. I mean, are we going to give away free plugs here, Corey, or no? Or you um, can give one. We'll each give one. Um, I'll, I'll go with the New York style one. There's two good joints in town, but the one I think is a little bit better is Soli's, which our guy Irish Chauffel found out about. Uh, they're like on the northwest side of town, but they're they're pretty legit. If you like that New York style, it's 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 top of the line, I think, at least when it comes to Tallahassee. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll give some props there. I do think that's a legit good pizza pie. And I'm going to go with Cool Beans. Okay. 
I've always loved that place. I, I don't go there enough, actually, but it's uh it's always been very good every time I've gone. Mm. See, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to debate on that, but we we will uh, move along. Hey, man, I don't yeah. I don't tr- I don't care about your opinion. They're ambitious. They are ambitious. <laughs> sure, that's right. Their execution sometimes, but they're ambitious. I'll give them that. Yeah. They 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 are pretty established in the local community, and they they seem to be good people on the whole. So okay, I'm not yeah, they're open for lunch. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're actually open until maybe 9 o'clock, which is crazy. I mean, you know, dining hours at 9 That's your late-night dining in Tallahassee. Oh, get me started. All right, let's take maybe two more and then get to the rest of it for a show on Friday. Geo Noel. I'm seeing some new names, I feel like. Introduce yourself. Wake up. Happy offseason, fellas. How many preseason all-ACC players do you think will be on this year's team? And as far as the newcomers, how many of them are going to really contribute year one? This is more about the high-profile transfers, Bell, Cypress, defensive linemen, offensive linemen. Thank you for all you do. The best podcast that covers our beloved university, the 100 emoji, mm, punctuates there you it. Go. Okay, Absolutely. he means it. He means it. I agree. I agree. Man, who's not going to really contribute that's a high-profile transfer? Fisk, Bell, Cypress. Um, Byers. Byers, Jackson, man. Jackson, yeah, these, all these guys are coming in to, to do big things. So I, I almost thought you were going to ask us about the high school kids, which I would say probably the receivers because that's kind of the easiest way to make an impression on a roster in this day and age. Um, I just there's nobody they've gotten the transfer portal that I've been like, huh, really? I mean, it hasn't been. Everything kind of makes sense. Um, so I, I really can't pick one over the other i guess it goes back to cyprus you know in terms of we got to pick one but in terms of how many i don't know, I mean, like all of them right i mean i should pull up the list and go through it but i'm about to lose my voice so i'm gonna have Corey maybe take over while i pull hmm. it up and cough yeah i think i don't know that they maybe they do preseason i guess they do preseason player of the year or preseason uh first team all acc i don't i know they do preseason players of the year i don't know if they do an all acc preseason but if they do or even if they don't, I'm doing one right now. Verse, love it, Cypress. Yeah, you, think, you think Renardo makes? Are you talking about first team? Or I think Renardo yeah, we'll makes. We'll just the do list. first team. I okay. don't know. He probably could, but I don't think he would. Uh, and then on the other side, Travis Benson and Johnny Wilson, and maybe Byers. Although I don't know who votes on this stuff, um, but I, you know, I, he's not a big enough name yet to like elicit a lot of votes. I think, but. Uh, so I think those the, the the six that I named I think would be, I mean Cypress, Love it and Verse for sure. Maybe Patrick Payton because he's the reigning defensive freshman of the year, and then Travis Benson and Johnny Wilson on offense for sure. Maybe Jaheim Bell too. Yeah. So there's seven or eight I guess of possibilities. And look, man, Maurice Smith, Robert Scott, those guys have played a ton of football, so they might could be laying on one of those teams too. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about Casey Roddick enough. He's another guy that transferred in. It's probably penciling at one of your guard spots. I mean, Keandre Jones and our guy Gilbert Edmond feel like, you know, depth pieces. Maybe they're a little bit less heralded than who's coming in. But still, there's, yeah. those are guys that play at positions that are really physical, and you're going to need those guys ready at some point. I mean, again, you know, yeah. Jason Turntine, Darius Washington, um, Bless Harris. I mean, these guys were kind of a revolving door and – once Bless Harris went down, they had to move pieces around. So, you know, anybody on the offensive line under Alex Atkins is liable to go in there and play quite well. So, um, but maybe Edmund and Jones at this point we think are a little bit less more impactful. But that's because you've got guys like Cypress and 
you know, everybody else that we've mentioned numerous times. So it's it's a good place to be. It's a really good place to be. Yeah, it's a good place to be that you can get a guy from Colorado that was a starter, a guy from Auburn that I think was a starter, and not know if they're even going to play for you because of all the other talent you've accrued. When two years ago, you know, just think about Andrew Parchment and how everybody was excited about that. Like, that was the state of the program where that kid came in and was the best receiver you had, probably. Um, or you thought so anyway. And now you wouldn't, he probably wouldn't even come here. They wouldn't, they wouldn't go after him. Not because anything Andrew Parchment did necessarily, but because they're good. They're stacked there. They don't need that. And it's kind of that way with the offensive line, right? With the depth where they're recruiting. They're, now, obviously, Byers is coming here to start, uh, and you think he's going to start. But these other guys, man, that that's cool to have depth like that. Like, yeah, Roddick, great. You you might play here, but you might not. You might just be a backup. Oh, no, no. Roddick, Roddick is – I think Roddick is penciled in. I think, I think like he's Keandre penciled Jones. in. Yeah. But he's not, he's not stamped in. You know what I mean? That's that's the cool part about the program. I mean, they're not just coming in rubber stamp. You're starting. Like he's gonna have to earn it. They got guys that they've developed, and they got other guys on this roster that have played some football. So that you know, and they can mix and match, and they're versatile. Um, oh, by the way, so Byers did say that he's probably gonna start at guard, right? But he he has played tackle, and they kind of want him to be. He mentioned hybrid, hybrid too. Yeah. Like he's he, been he could be both. It's been predominantly tackle at UTEP, but. They think he can play guard, and I trust Alex yeah. Atkins. So. Yeah. All right, last one. Uh, Let's little bit do of, it. A little bit of a, a sandwich. We started off giving props to the basketball team. Random underscore John. Um, hope the missus is doing all right with her Achilles surgery, by the way, big guy. Uh, he wants to talk hoops. Good morning, okay. Azon and Corey. The recent Notre Dame game aside, our basketball team has decided to crash into the side of a mountain for some reason. Is it X's and O's, X's and O's coaching, or the coach's evaluation of the players they recruited, with NIL being NIL and FSU money folks not being as invested in basketball, what can reasonably be done by the coaches to get FSU back to a 2020 level of play? Also, do you feel this is Ham's last year or maybe next year is his last year? Who would replace him? My top picks are Dennis Gates or CY, but Gates makes $2.5 million and Mizzou, at Mizzou, CY is making 600. What kind of investment will Michael Alford make in basketball to make them competitive? I mean, he's invested a lot in making sure football and other non-revenue sports remain relevant. What is his plan to help get the men's basketball team back to relevance? Man, random underscore John is always so thorough and very That's emphatic. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Man, like all that on basketball, too. Really? Uh, God bless hey, you man, guys. Don't be people. like that. I mean, well, come on. People care. Hey, when they're good, people care. People See, man, cared in twenty twenty. That's why I'm not going to have kids because I'd have a kid and they'd want to do some sort of, you know, activity. And I'm like, really? I got to go and pretend that I like, you know, you singing song and right. dancing. Right. Like, come right. on. Well, you don't want to do anything else? I'm there for a champ, but not that. Okay. Right. Um, I don't know if I gave you the over under two and a half years Ham's tenure at Florida State. I'd, I'd probably take the under. I would too. I think. I think. I don't think this will be his last year. I would, I, it would just, more than anything, it would just bum me out. Like, I don't want his tenure to end like this. Um, because and I'm not so pushing good. him out, by the way. Sorry, Corey. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not pushing him out. Yeah. Uh, but look, man, you, you are what your record says you are, and you're six and 13. And it's, you, they've had a rash of injuries the last two years, but it's not like it was to Patrick Williams and Devin Vassell. You, you haven't been crushed by lottery picks getting hurt. You, you know, you had a freshman point guard that broke his hand and, and missed six or seven games. Cam Fletcher's a nice player. I gave a very talented player, actually, and that is a loss. But it's not, it's not Trent Forrest. Uh, and you weren't good when you had him. 
Um, so you can't just use the injuries as an excuse. And I think I've, I've, I've wondered about this for the last couple of years. Yes, I think NIL is a big deal. I think all of a sudden the Patrick Williamses and the Scotty Barneses, they've dried up, haven't they? Yeah. Not really bringing them in. So, and the guys you are bringing in, I mean, Cameron Corrin, again, I like that guy a lot. Uh, what about the other freshmen? What about nothing, what about nothing Caleb? you really see there that you get really, really – Bob is a whole different category, but you don't get excited about the domestic freshmen that you brought in. What about Caleb Mills? You yeah. Know, I, I think there was a lot of high expectations we had with him, and he really has not been sort of the offensive – productive Correct. piece that you were expecting so i don't know how much yeah it wasn't and i don't think he was a good fit i don't think he's been a good fit for the program necessarily um i think he has his moments for sure and i think he does play hard but he commits silly fouls he's always in foul trouble in the first half it's like he doesn't want to play in the first half now look when you go back to x's and o's and we'll make this quick i know this is more of a football show well it's the last question January. do what you want Corey. feel free but, to uh, i space. know explore the space but uh you know you don't always have to sit him with two fouls leonard but he's going to do that. That's just how he, how he does it. And so he'll sit a guy that's made three threes in a row. And if he picks up his second foul with nine minutes left in the first half, sorry, you're done. Meanwhile, there goes our lead. Um, and you never know if the kid's going to get hot again. He also might finish with two fouls. Like, it, that, that just happens a lot. I would like him to, like, trust the guys to be able to play with two fouls. Um, but Caleb Mills, sometimes he'll have a foul on him already with five minutes gone in the first half, and he'll be bumping a kid dribbling up the court so hard that he's begging to be called for a foul. They whistle him for a foul. He goes sits down for 15 minutes. It's like I, I just can't stand that kind of stuff, and it hasn't happened that much lately. But again, last even against Notre Dame, he, I think he played five minutes in the first half or something crazy. I mean, they had a huge lead anyway. But no, he has not been the dynamic player we thought he would be. I think Jalen Worley, even though he had a very nice game against Notre Dame, he's got to take a huge leap to be anything close to what we were hoping. Matthew Cleveland's been awesome, especially the last month. He's been incredible. Good for him. But, they, they, you know, none of these freshmen have come in and really impressed. And you, when you start looking at the players they brought in, it seems like there's some misses there. Yeah. And some of it is because you don't get to swing for the fences right now. I mean, NIL, there's schools that care more and, you know, are paying more for players to come play for them. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't know how you, you I, the one thing I don't like about this particular coaching job for this particular team is you, sometimes you've got to coach to the personnel. And this team cannot play the type of defense that Littered wants them to play. Yeah. But he did, he, so, he was so stubborn with it that they tried to play it anyway. So they give up a million threes. Their, their, their guys are dog-tired because they're dragging them 94 feet because that's what they do. That's Florida State style, and it's, it's worked really well for them. Uh, when you have 11 guys, but when you have six, that doesn't and, – and some of them can't switch. You, 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 maybe you try a different strategy, and that's, what, that's been one of my biggest pet peeves. My biggest disappointment about this season is be a little bit more malleable. Coach to your coach to your uh, your team, not just to what you always do. Um, as far as who would replace Leonard, Jay Wright. Yeah, I think Jay Wright. There you go. That's a good. That's what's Shishovsky doing? He might have a few years left. He might be. He ha might have the itch now. Um, he, the itch is back. I would think. See why Charlton Young is, is a name that will come up. I think Dennis Gates is. He's priced out. He's 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 out of your range now. He's making what he's making at Missouri already, and it's SEC money. I'm sure if they have a good year like they seem to be doing, 
he'll get a raise, and I think he's out of your price range. Same with uh, Enfield, who's also part of the Leonard tree out at USC. So I would think CY would be great. He's been a head coach before at Georgia Southern. He was really instrumental in landing some of the great players they had at this program. Um, and and as a, you know, I was going to say a strategian, but that's not strategist. a word. Strategist. Strategist. What in the world? A strategian? That's like a character in Star Wars. That's crazy. Uh, Clark, get it together. But yeah, so I think CY would be on the short list. And then Florida State is also at a place now because of what they did with Leonard and all the great greatness that they accomplished where you could make a you could go get a pretty big name from not maybe a Power 5 conference but from somewhere else. You know who I'd really would to- Sorry, you know what I would really like and I think there's probably no chance that people are going to be like, "Ew." I like Sean Miller, man. I like Sean Miller a lot. Where's he? He's at Xavier now. He's disgraced at Arizona. He was caught yeah, up in the whole t- He was phone disgraced. Tap thing. And again, I don't know that Florida State pays more than Xavier. Yeah, and then I can't find. He signed a 6-year deal. I can't find any money on it because they're a private university so they don't reveal uh, how much they pay their guys. So, and yeah. I'm just just the name of I mean they're I think they're top 10 right now, Xavier. He just he's a good ball coach, man. But I think he, I think Florida State would be enticing because you've seen the pinnacle it can get to, yeah. if it's coached well. It's not some, it's not some program where you're just going to bump your head. Or do they um, see they, it? And they realize, had a Final Four team. Do they see it and realize how much Leonard did, and they're like, "Man, I can't do that." Like, does does Leonard have that kind of cachet and respect in the coaching community that they're like, the only guy that could could have made that happen is him? I know they got egos, I, no. but. I don't think so. Pat Kennedy won at Florida State, too. I know it was a different time, but he did. I mean, he's got three, two guys that got a team to an Elite Eight at Florida State. It can happen. Um, I, I think that – I just think that you're not going to get a guy – you're not going to get a guy from a Power 5 school, probably. You could get a you could get a high-profile assistant from one of those schools, or you can go get a mid-major guy. Um, and th- those, are, those are the two options for everyone, really. Who did Florida just hire? I don't even remember his name. Golden, Todd Golden, something yeah, where's Golden he from? from San Francisco, yeah, the Dons. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the pond you're fishing out of. You that's that's Florida. They won national championships. Um so that that's that's kind of the the realistic approach. That's why CY will come up because he's a he's a high level assistant in an SEC school that's that's having a good season and has connections to Florida State. So I like that. I'll take CY. I'll welcome home. I'll welcome him home. All right, that was really long. We're going to do another it was. one of these, Corey. It was. Let's do another one real uh, quick. We're going to go to sleep and all that uh, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but stay connected to WarChant.com. Again, we'll have uh, interviews with newcomers for them up on our YouTube page, probably starting around like 1030 in the morning or so. And then we'll have a associated story. Corey, are you going to be back to stenographer, Clark? or I don't – not like not like my normal okay. where, I'm, where I'm quoting every word. But, yeah, we'll have updates. We'll do, we'll do an update thread during the, uh, during the interviews. Dude, sure. I, I did a summary on three guys, and it took me an hour. Corey, meanwhile, does like word-for-word word verbatim transcription. It's amazing. Ask for a raise. Ask for a raise, I'm guy I am. Trust me. As soon as we stop this show, I'm asking for one. He's Corey. I'm Aslan. Thank you for listening to Wake Up War Champ. Presented by the Corner Pocket Barn Grill.